Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. This week, we're talking nutrition and its impact on secondary educators with Jessica Evans. Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Podcast. This week, we are fortunate to have a guest. I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk about health and fitness and nutrition. We've got our first return guest. If you've been a longtime listener, you've heard from her before. We're going to bring a ton of great content, so make sure you have something to take notes. Welcome to the show, Mrs. Jessica Evans. Hi. Hi, guys. Nice to see you again. Thank you very much for having me back. I appreciate it greatly. And it's so great to see your new digs. I love them. (laughs) I appreciate that. Worked hard on them. Um, Yeah, it's awesome to have you back. I know you've been crazy busy doing tons of research and work in the world of health and wellness, specifically for educators. So I was happy to connect again. And we've had a couple good phone calls and discussions. And we're just aligned on so many things. We had to have you back on. So you know, let's jump right into it. Talk to us about what you've been up to with regards to your research and your work. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. So it ha- it's been a while and a lot has happened. Um, so I'm continuing to work as a curriculum director in the city of St. Charles School District. And that work is so, as you know, being an educator, it is so much of a blessing. Um, but with that too, you see these educators and particularly, obviously with this pandemic, what it can do to them um, physically and mentally if it's if they're not taking care of themselves. Um, and at the same time with that, my research um, for my for my doctorate, and hopefully that will fingers crossed, done this fall, and all of my all of the coursework is completed and uh, it's it's just getting that dissertation totally done. But um, the research has focused on the uh, impact of perceived fitness and nutrition levels of secondary educators and the impact it has on their job satisfaction. So that sounds very like theoretical, and it is, and I had to make it very, very focused for the specifics of research. But what that means is if someone, specifically a secondary educator, and I focused on secondary because that's that's what I did. Um, if they are focused and they have a fitness and nutrition regime, whether or not it's, you know, uh, they're following it to the T or uh, if it's just absolutely on point all the time, if their perception that it is on point is, is there, then their actual perceived or their actual satisfaction with their job is better. So that's one point that I'm trying to see is if we have a mental um, verification that we are doing something good for ourselves with fitness and nutrition, then we have obviously a bleed over into the rest of our life uh, for positive thoughts. And of course, we spend so much of our time working as educators. So that's such a huge part of our life that we are just organically happier with our job at that time. So right now, that's what the research is standing and we won't, ha- I won't have final results probably until the midsummer. but um, yes, it's going, it's going in the right direction. And I will right. tell you this right now. I uh, took a course with Lindenwood university's sports performance lab in the last semester. I was so fortunate to work with Dr. Chad Kirksick, who um, is, is a sports performance and nutrition 
And it was really amazing to strip down to the bare bones, what nutrition can do for not just an athlete, but for any human. And um, the thing is, and we can get into this in just a minute, that kind of shifted my research a bit because it shifted it more towards, okay, what specific macro and micronutrients do people need to do any type of performance, their job performance, whether if they're teaching, if they're Zooming, if they're having an interview with somebody. So those types of things. So it's shifted a bit. Awesome. So I want to pull on a couple things. The first question I have just for my own selfish knowledge, and hopefully the listeners as well, is talk to me about the research process. So we're looking at nutrition and a fitness, originally kind of more fitness focused program. How are you testing and gathering that data with the secondary educators? So, and that is a very complex process, uh, as you can probably imagine. So there's something called the IRB, and that's the International Review Board. And you, I I basically have to present like that I am not going to unethically treat any human being or animal or anybody um, throughout my testing. And I have to get approval for that. Um, Because I am not doing any formal testing on animals or humans, um, we're going to save that for, for later research. My dissertation chair said, can we just get the regular research out of the way? I was like, okay. Right. Um, so I, I'm just doing survey data. So I'm doing perception data. Okay. So what I had to do is I had to collect, I had to go out and research instruments. And an instrument is, is basically like a, a questionnaire, a core, or it could be anything else that you're testing your subjects with. So I'm testing with a questionnaire. I actually took two and I can't disclose those at right now because right. my findings have not been solidified and I, I can't do that, but I will right. as soon as they are solidified. My dissertation is uh, uh, published, right. but I took two, I blended them. I got the approval of those two um, uh, facilities that created the instruments and to uh, manipulate them just a bit. And then putting that through a list serve for all of our secondary educators within Missouri. So I'm doing it within it. Missouri, but that's, that's my sample area that I would then apply to other areas as well. So that's how I did that. That's the research process. Now, when I go further and I do plan on, once I get my dissertation done, I do plan on going with further with research. And at that point in time and okay, fingers crossed on this too. Um, the sports and nutrition lab with Lindywood University, um, we've talked a bit about doing some further research as well. And that would potentially take into consideration um, human subjects. So that would take a little bit more of a uh, a process. So, yes. And with the data from Missouri, obviously you can't disclose exact percentages or whatever numbers we're looking for, but what person, like this, wide range numbers, what can you give us with regards to what percentage of educators in your data set that we can assume would be similar to across the board are actually have that perceived knowledge and action associated with taking care of their nutrition and fitness? So that's interesting in itself too, because I also broke this down, not you know, for educators, and if I um, take the sub data, subgroup data. So what I do is I take, you've got your teachers and then you also have your administrators. And I separated that out as well. And I also separated it out by um, uh, 
claimed gender. So I, I made sure that I was very careful about um, people's gender identity in this. Um, in the claimed gender, um, I found that fewer women than men have a perceived fitness and nutrition level. Okay. Um, and our administrators have a higher degree of perceived fitness and nutrition level or that they're taking care of their bodies more than your average teacher. And I don't want to get into like, I can tell you that it's across the board above 50%. Um, but, and I can tell you that within those categories, that's pretty much how that falls. So of the teachers, the males seem to rank higher than the females in perception of their fitness and nutrition programs are, are benefiting or are they, they, they're doing something and they're proactive. And within the um, administrators, they are their whole group is higher in believing that than the teacher group. And then in that whole subgroup as well, the subgroup of identified males higher than the identified females. So it's Got it's it. very interesting. It's very interesting. interesting. Now, okay, we can also take make I, I as a researcher too, I've learned this and I'm very thankful to my dissertation committee and as well with my professors. Because what I don't think I've learned being a researcher, nothing is ever finite. I do not have all the answers and I will never have all the answers. And I have also found out that if anybody ever claims they have all the answers, <laughs> they are wrong. They're not telling the full truth. <laughs> yeah. 100%. yeah. So yeah. I, know you, I know you made a shift in the research based on things you were discovering, et cetera. Can you talk about that shift in your work. Yes. And I think that'll lead us to what we really want to talk about with regards to how we can help people moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. So it got very exciting. Um, so my, my life, and I explained this before, you know, my life has always been some type of bent toward um, fitness and nutrition. And it just, I, I firmly believe in my research and um, my continued studying has, has just rooted it even more that if you are able to take your physical self, whatever form, whatever health form it is in, because I know that some of us are dealing with some pretty traumatic illnesses, et cetera. Right. But if we can get our, our body to its highest um, physical epitome at that moment through physical movement and then also nutrition, we are in a much better, better state. Now I'm gonna take that one level further. And I found in my research shifted a bit more in stating that the nutrition aspect of that, and I, I don't wanna get a whole lot of nasty grams on this one, is going to kind of tip the scales more so than, than the you know, physical movement. The physical movement is it's like they're, they're right there, but in order to be able to physically move our bodies effectively and efficiently, right. that nutrition has to be on point. Absolutely. So I really focused my, my focus more. And, you know, let me, let me say this, then I will asterisk that with this because my focus has been more on the nutrition nutrition aspect. I have not been able to give as much attention to the fitness side. So I firmly believe that the nutrition aspect of how we focus our daily decisions on what we put into our mouths mm -hmm. is probably one of the most critical elements of, of daily life for us in, in whatever we do yeah. and how we process throughout the day, how our brains work. So that's why my, my focus shifted a bit more. Yeah. 
I will gladly accept all of the nasty comments, emails, messages. <laughs> you guys have my emails because I am a firm believer and supporter that nutrition is hands down far and above more important than uh, any sort of physical fitness. Like obviously movement is important, but if you're not fueling your body and there's tons and tons of research with regards to the impact on mental health with nutrition, your gut health and how that impacts mental health. Uh, there's so many levels that the normal everyday person who really doesn't know anything about nutrition and that's, that's not any knock on anyone. It's just like, we're told the wrong thing and marketed yeah. to the, all the wrong things nonstop. Um, yeah. it is by far the most important thing you can do food as medicine needs yes. to be the new focus. Um, you know, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to cut you off at that moment because when I was growing up, my grand, I lived, I lived in Southern California and it was just the weirdest thing was I woke up every morning and I thought it was normal for every child to have a shot of olive vera juice and a wheatgrass shot for breakfast. Right. I didn't know that wasn't a normal thing for everybody. And then right there on our dining table was the book food, your miracle medicine. So it's funny that you say that because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, everyone knows that doctors go to med school. There's no class on nutrition. It's pharmaceuticals, et cetera. And my, I have a lot of sickness in my family through cancer and this, these types of things. And, you know, I talked to my dad and other people about, you know, did the doctor mention anything you could do with regards to nutrition to help yeah. what, you're, what you're experiencing. And it's always no, but they recommended this experimental drug. And I'm like, of course they did. Like, why wouldn't they? Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll take the nasty comments if you've got them, but off my soapbox back to the nutrition piece, you know, based on what you're seeing and what you've learned through the research and obviously, you know, your own personal study and your own life, what yeah. are kind of the one to two biggest things that educators, and this is, you know, this is a, a, a great tie into impact by example. Like if you're not energized and eating the right things to walk into the classroom to impact students, you're not, you're not doing your best. So what's the one to two things that educators should start to focus on with regards to nutrition? And I know there's a thousand and I'm asking you to give me one or two, but keeping it simple, is it, you know, eating the, the right amount of calories? Is it, focusing on one macronutrient? Is it hydration? What, in your mind, in, the, in, the, in your world, what are your two? Okay. My two are this. The first one is clear out all of the outside noise regarding what everybody else is doing in nutrition and fitness. Mm -hmm. Look at what you are doing for yourself at this moment. What are your likes and dislikes for what you put in your mouth every single day? And if you need help building something around that, like how to build a diet plan around that, reach out to somebody for help. I, I can do that for you, but reach out to anybody for help right. so that you can start to build in the things that work for you, not just from a physical result perspective, but that you actually enjoy because you're going to continue with that. So it's not about the, you know, I love this. I, I hear this all the time. There is no bad anything. There's no bad food. There's no bad. Oh my goodness. I'm doing this program. Is it okay? I'm doing that program. It's okay. Stop with that. That's my, that's leads into the second part. Please stop with that. And that is, 
what if it's not working for you or if it is working for you, pay attention to that signal. If in your gut, you know, what your friend is doing or, you know, now I know a lot of teachers are, you know, doing, um, selling a lot of products that are Beach out there right products. now. Pardon me? Beach yes, exactly. Products, et cetera. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. So just please, please, please pay attention to your gut. Do not buy the quickest thing. That's There is no quick fix to getting your body okay. It is a long game. It is not a short game, and but and it is a fun game. And you are so right. It is all about showing our students and showing the people that are looking at us on a daily basis, the children in our life, how to achieve that next level. It's not about being perfect. There is no perfect. Make make the, and there is no you know seriously nutrition mistake that you can't undo. So I think from if you're going to boil it down to two, listen to your gut, listen to what you love to eat and what makes you feel good. And number two, stop listening to the insanity that's out there and do what is right for you. And again, reach out to somebody for help if you need help with that. There is no shame in that whatsoever. Right. And yeah, I mean, it is, it's calories in, calories out if we want to get real basic. So yeah. <laughs> We're going to hit all three. So the first one is figuring out what works for you. And I love that because, you know, there's no one right plan for anyone. Everyone is completely different and you need to figure out what works for you based on your needs, your, you know, desires, your goals and what you like. Like I yeah. love, and I always say this on the podcast, I love vanilla milkshakes. So I oh. need to build a plan that allows me to have vanilla milkshakes. And Good. because if I don't have them, if I don't have some sort of treat, you know, once a week, twice a week, whatever it is that makes sense for me, then it's not going to be fun. I'm not going to want to do it and I'm going to fall off the rails. Right. And right. consistency is the key. And I think that's the big takeaway. Find something you like that you can build consistently so we can do it. Not for 30 days, not for six weeks, months, years, your life, building that lifestyle nutrition. Yes. Yes. The second one, get around the BS that's out there. Everything is marketed to us. If you don't understand that these companies just want you to buy all of their things and sell all of their shakes, then <laughs> you're missing the boat. Um, yep. and again, like, yes, your, your co-teacher or your neighbor or your sister or your brother, they did lose 20 pounds on some crazy restrictive diet and they look great when they showed up for Thanksgiving, but that's not perfect for you. And nine times out of 10, unfortunately, they're going to gain weight back and it's never going to last. So keep those yeah. in mind. And the last one, the third bonus one, calories in, calories out, very simple, but then don't hesitate to reach out. Use the tools that we provide through our program. I don't charge you any extra to use our challenges or anything else, but understanding right. how many calories do I need based on my activity level, my mm -hmm. needs, what I'm doing every day, not, oh, well, Jimmy said he only ate 1,500 calories and look how good he looks. Well, like, Jimmy's different than you. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So I love those takeaways. Talk to me about kind of where do we go from here? So we've got some takeaways, you know, yeah. how can, what are like some action steps that I'm a teacher, I'm, I'm listening, I'm like, oh my God, Jessica is speaking my language. I want to make a change. 
What sure. do I do? What do I do? So, you know, one of the first things that you want to do is, and this is what I, I always tell my clients initially, I'm like, you know what? I don't care what program you use. And there are online programs everywhere, like my fitness pal, et cetera, yep. that you can track. You can, you can literally take a snapshot of the barcode even of a breast of chicken, if you get it that way, and it'll show you the nutrient profile, it'll put the calories in there for you. And you just document for two solid weeks, two solid weeks, what you're eating every day. And I mean, everything, I mean, everything you put into your mouth, don't leave anything out because when you do, you're lying to yourself. Even my wine, even your wine, oh, okay. even your wine. Your wine, your whiskey, your beer, everything. Yes. And I, we can do a whole nother segment on how, how your body uses alcohol, but, and that's not bad either. So, but the other thing is to put everything in there for two weeks. And and the reason I want you to be as honest as possible is because I want you to be able to look at that after two weeks or look at it with somebody and say, okay, what are the, what are the things that I had to have consistently that made me happy? And I enjoyed eating. Pull those out, set them aside. What things ruined my day eating? Okay, put those on another side. So now you're able to look at the foods that you associate with, with being, having a good feeling. Um, it be, be realistic with that. And when I say be, a, be realistic, Appreciate the body that you are currently inhabiting. That is your house that you get to walk around in every single day. My gosh, take care of it. So if you know that you enjoy your vanilla milkshakes, right? You've got to have them in there. Please put them in there. Now what we're going to do, knowing my goals, I'm going to decorate my diet for the re- around that vanilla milkshake to add in my greens, to add in enough protein. And we can talk about different levels of protein for different levels of uh, muscle mass, et cetera. Um, and it, building in the different carbohydrates and fats around that, but not leaving out the things that you absolutely love and make you happy or able to enjoy a snack with your, with your child or able to, you know, if you're going to go out with friends that you go out with friends and you enjoy your time. So right now I would say, start tracking your food, do it for two weeks. That's my challenge to you. Do it for two weeks. See what the outcome is. The other thing is too, I just mentioned it. What you are living in and what we are speaking out of right now, are these are the bodies. These are the homes that we have from birth to our passing. And you only get one. When we spend so much time taking care of, you only get one. And when you spend so much time taking care of like your, the house that you, you physical address and you spend so much time worrying about how it looks, but then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, boy, I really hate this. Wow. Flip that on its head. This is the house that you get. And regardless of what, um, if you're, if you have an illness that you, you're like, oh my goodness, lady, you're not even speaking my language. Cause my, I've, I've got whatever disease right now, I've got an illness that I have to take it. I understand that. And at the same time, we can help you to get to the best place possible given those circumstances, it still is possible. I've seen it. I've worked with it. So that's, those are the two, two big takeaways right now for me, I would say. Yeah. 
So I okay. love number one, focused on building self-awareness. Everything we do with regards to our challenges, our coaching, you know, we always start with building that self-awareness. If I don't know where I am now and what I need, I can't just jump into something and, and make it last. So tracking your food, I love that one. Understanding, you know, who you are with regards to nutrition right now. And then the second one, respecting your body and honoring your body through nutrition, eating well, fueling your body, giving it the things that it needs, and then moving are like really the only things we can control, right? There are so yes. many outside influences that hit us every single day that we cannot control, but I can control that my body has fuel, that I'm moving my body. And if we're able to do those two things, we're going to be in a much, much better place than we would be if we weren't controlling those and just letting things happen, like grabbing as we go, not moving. Yes. Like it's never going to work. I love those. And I think that's a, that's an amazing place to kind of leave the conversation. Sure. And yeah. I'm excited. I know we're going to continue to develop programs together. If you guys are interested yeah. in working with Jessica, like we are in the early stages of building something. So you as educators can turn to, um, her programs through us or whatever, however we end up making it work, but get those yeah. resources, get more one-on-one -on -one or small group attention to take care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, again, you've only got one body and the more knowledge you have and the resources you have, the better off you're going to be for yourself, for your family, and ultimately for your students. So Jessica, it's been awesome. I'm so glad that we've been able to do this now twice. Um, I know. Very exciting. <laughs> where can people follow you, email you sure. like, oh my gosh, I love her. What I want to connect. <laughs> Where can they find you? So absolutely. Um, actually, my Instagram page is probably the best place to go. And I, I, I will have to give everybody a shift. I just recently got married. So my Congrats. last name has... Thank you. Everybody still knows me as Evans, though. But um, my Instagram has changed to Jess at Jess Allen Arico. So it's it's a hard one. It's uh, at and then J-E-S-S-A-L-L-Y-N-A-R-I-C-O. And I have some just some great information on there right now. And you will see a lot more coming out. Um, you will notice that my my page has been a little slow just to get the dissertation is uh, is taking a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah so, but please do reach out yeah i'll be sure to link that in the show notes guys so wherever you're listening to this um check out the notes below there'll be a link to her instagram so you can send her a direct message congratulate her her on her recent marriage <laughs> and then get all the nutrition advice that you can handle it's been amazing thank you so much for coming on the show guys if you enjoyed it tag me tag jessica and let us know what you think of the show leave us a five-star review and we'll see you next week. Thanks so much, Nick.